So, what's happening? What's happening? I generally come in at least 15 minutes late, and after that I just sort of space out for about an hour. I just stare at my desk, but it looks like I'm working. It's Stone's Daily Dose. Give me the maximum allowable human dosage. Available for download at 6 a.m. Figure out what will kill me and then back it off a little bit. When you say something, it's your word. It's something that you mean. It's something that you're, it's a value. If you don't believe in it, you shouldn't endorse it. Weekdays at 6 a.m. at stoneonair.com. I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. I hope that he will be a successful president for all Americans. This is not the outcome we wanted or we worked so hard for. And I'm sorry that we did not win this election for the values we share and the vision we hold for our country. And I still believe as deeply as I ever have that if we stand together, and work together with respect for our differences, strength in our convictions, and love for this nation, our best days are still ahead of us. That was Hillary Clinton earlier yesterday and her official concession speech. This is the Daily Dose for November 10th, 2016. My name is Brian Stone. Thank you for seeking out the most listened to, most downloaded, and most easily accessible podcast in the city of Chattanooga. I wasn't going to do a podcast today, and I wasn't necessarily going to do one tomorrow either. Um, But I I decided to uh, go ahead and finish out this week. I started in the middle of last week doing this daily little short, quick, kind of get to the point, see some of the headlines, a little bit of commentary, and then uh, then get out as a complimentary piece to the weekly Stone on Air show that is um, a longer, more stretched out um, show with live performances and things like that. And right now is it kind of in a transitional phase as to how this is all going to go. Um, I'm not, I won't be able to do this every day um, starting next week, but I figure I'll at least finish out the week that I at least should finish out what is one of the most remarkable news stories, remarkable political swings and shifts in, in the history of modern America, at least. Um, I'm sure you could look at some things, you know, going back 100 and 200 and some odd years ago and find some kind of scenario that that, that is as crazy or compares to what's happening right now. But I've had 24 hours to think about it. Um, of course, Don Trump being elected the president of the United States starting January 20th of next year. Um, a lot of times when I do these shows, I, I put together what I call a show sheet and bullet points and headlines and highlighters and all this. I didn't do any of that today. I'm just talking into a microphone in my garage for the next 10 minutes at the most. And then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll close things up and wrap it up. I just... I don't know what to think about this right now. Of course, they are one of the headlines for today is uh, there's there's protest and maybe the word riots been used. I, I'm not certain exactly. I haven't paid all that close of attention, to be just perfectly honest with you. I know in New York, um, in Chicago, I even heard that maybe even in Nashville, there were some demonstrations of, um, you know, hashtag not my president, um, fascist Trump, things like that. I don't I don't condemn people who are doing that. If you're that serious, 
if you are that, um, if this means that much to you, you should uh, you should use your 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 rights of of assembly of peaceful assembly and and let your voice be heard. Let people know. I don't think there's anything wrong with that or not. I'm sure. I'm sure some imbeciles in the morning over at the at the uh, talk radio station here in town will have plenty of things others otherwise to say. But those are imbeciles in the morning, so I don't know why you'd be listening to them anyway. But that'll subside. You know, they're not going to do that every day. That's not going to be something that happens on a daily basis going forward. I wouldn't think anyway. But in a 24-hour period, I have I I have slept very little. I have I, I slept two hours on election night. I was up till 6 a.m. I was up uh, at 8 a.m. after that. I couldn't sleep. I when the news first came down, or well, when it started to feel like it was pretty pretty clear that Don Trump was going to be very likely the next president, that was probably for me around 10:30, maybe uh, on Tuesday night. Maybe closer to, you know, maybe an hour after that. But it was starting to really, really get interesting and where you could see a real clear path as to how he could very likely win this thing. And it was it terrified me. And I don't mean to to over dramatize this. So forgive me for how I'm going to compare this because it's not comparable, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's the only feeling that I can think of that is similar in my life is when I first heard about 9-11. Now, I'm I'm sorry to use that as an example because that's not fair and that's not nice and that's not right, but it's the only time where I, I can remember just thinking, oh my God, what the hell is happening here? What the hell just happened? What happens next? And is everything going to be all right? Are we okay? What, what, Oh, no. What now? And that's the only other time I felt something like that. Now, if they're not comparable situations. A terrorist attack with thousands of people dead. The most uh, horrific attack on the United States in the history, uh, in our history, and Don Trump being president are not comparable events. But at the time when I first heard about them, I had similar feelings. Now, that went away very fast. I mean, fast, 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 fast. I still felt very apprehensive, very uh, with anxiety, very uh, worrisome. But I, I that that shock went away. Well, not initially. It took a little while. So I sleep on it for a couple hours, and then I I wake up and I go to work, and I just I mean, people know I like to talk about stuff. That's what I do, man. I'm sitting here in my living, I mean, in my garage, talking into a damn microphone for crying out loud. I like to talk about things. And so, of course, a couple of people were like, hey, what do you think? I can't I have nothing nice to say, so I'm not going to say anything. And I um, I turned turned all all information sources off, turned it to my sports radio shows in the afternoon. I knew would do very little conversation on it. And then I started listening to a few different things and poking around in social media a little bit. And then I started to get, after having a long conversation with one guy I, I do work with who is a very knowledgeable and very uh, and, and, a, and a very good conversationalist, we talked for a while and I started to think, man, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe this, maybe it's not as bad as I think it's going to be. And, you know, then I swing back and say, oh, hell, of course, it's going to be as bad as you think it's going to be. Well, on tomorrow's podcast, I'm going to 
lay out line by line, and I'm going to spend tomorrow working on this, uh, or I should say later today working on this and getting ready for tomorrow's podcast. I as This is Thursday, the 10th of November. The Daily Dose. Appreciate you guys finding the show. Uh, I'm going to sit down and, and I'm going to hammer out a, a bullet point show sheet of how this change in power, radical change in power in the United States of America, how it affects me directly. What it does to me specifically going forward and what it doesn't. And to other people and to other groups and religious bases and so on and so forth. So I'll do that uh, for tomorrow, the Friday edition of the Daily Dose. Then I'm off to Nashville for the weekend. But today I'm just kind of thinking out loud. I mean, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm thinking out loud. I'm, I'm staring up at the ceiling here with my gin and tonic and thinking out loud. I can't help but want to blame the Democrats for how this has gone. I can't help but want to say, how could you have let this happen? How could you have nominated such a terrible counter to what could be what, what was ended up being the Trump movement? But they couldn't have known. I didn't know. None of us knew it was going to get like this. None of us knew this was going to be a year-long television show and that Don Trump could just say and do whatever he wanted and he could just make up nicknames and he could constantly make up lies. And some of them weren't lies. Some of his slams on Hillary were real and they weren't made up. And a lot of them were. I guess, I guess you just with hindsight, anybody, you know, anybody can look back and, and say, what the hell, but how could they have not have seen this, had the foresight, and I guess the answer is nobody could have. Nobody could have could have predicted this. I do believe Joe Biden wins 30 states. I, Joe Biden wouldn't have put up with any of this nonsense. Joe Biden doesn't have a criminal, any kind of criminal activity in his life. Joe Biden doesn't have emails and a mess for Trump to go after. God, Joe, it'd be President Biden right now, man. It would be President-elect Joe Biden. But uh, that's not the that's not the way that the party went. And Bill Maher talked about this uh, on his uh, show the other day. I didn't see the show. I don't have HBO, but I, I read a little bit about it, and I I couldn't agree with this more. I do totally blame the Democrats and the electorate and the talking heads who have spent the better part of a couple of decades vilifying every single Republican candidate, vilifying every single one of them. Whether it's John McCain or Mitt Romney, or of course, clear, obviously George Dub, well, George W. Bush, everybody tried to vilify him at, at, at a certain point, or or however far back you want to go. But it, it, at least in in my most recent adult memory of the last twenty fifteen to twenty years, the base has vilified and name called and mudslinged at every single Republican out there calling them fascists, calling them criminals, calling them whatever name they could come up with, calling them dictators, you know, call, calling them uh, demagogues and, 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 and whatever else. I mean, I'm just making up stuff off the top of my head, but that's what they've been doing for a long time. 
and it wasn't fair and it wasn't true. Speaking of frauds and not real and fake and made up. And it's a crying wolf scenario. Because now, in 2016, when the Republican nominee, who is not a Republican at all, but running on that ticket, when that guy, the television star, the rich dude with the planes and the buildings and the university and the, and the sayings, you know, the catchphrases, when that guy runs and he actually is a fascist and he actually is a dictator and he actually is a narcissist of all narciss- narcissists, well, the, nobody, care, no, nobody cares anymore. You're just preaching to your choir, which has dwindled and is very small. This choir you had that was enormous eight years ago and still pretty darn big uh, four years ago has gotten really small. Have you looked at these maps? Have you looked at the United States map and, and then break it down by county? Now, I know a lot of those bigger areas, more populated areas around the country are concentrated Democrat areas. But you look at the vast layout of the map, the Electoral College map, the damn thing is bright ass red. It's it's blinding me. It's so bright red. And so now you finally have a legitimate complaint that the guy running for the office is a fascist dictator, demagogue, liar. And it's too late. It's too late. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares because you have a criminal who should be in jail, quote unquote, on their side. That's what they say. That's what they think. That's what they believe. And America is not a very intelligent country. So once you have manipulated people into thinking how they're going to think, it's all over. And real Republicans who would who are not, you know, that are holding their nose through all this, but can still see, you know, they've got that that little smile in the back you know, you can't really see. It's just this little grin like, uh, yeah, but we're going to have the House, the Senate. We're going to pick the next Supreme Court judge. We've got the White House. We've got everything. So, of course, they're ecstatic. And they're you now they're reuniting. This is a bad, bad turn of events for the Democratic Party. And six months ago, I would I I did and several times made the 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 case and the argument and the conversation of that the Republican Party is in shambles. It is in fractured little pieces all over the floor, 10,000 little pieces that you'll never be able to pick up and put back together. And it it looks like in just about a 6-month time that's going to change. And they're going to put it back together whether they really want to or not in some respects. They've got all the power. Oh, and I'm not saying all these things I totally agree with, like Obamacare has become kind of a mess, but Obamacare, gone. Your kids under your insurance till they're 26, gone. 20-some million people with insurance that didn't used to have it, boom, gone. They don't have it anymore. The Iran deal, boom. See ya, gone. Those are just the two things that jump into my head immediately. Pipelines, XL or whatever, Keystone pipelines, gas flowing, no concerns for the environment in a lot of respects. All these things that we've been fighting for, we being the Democratic Party over the last eight years, it's all gone. All of it. Not on the first day, not on the first week, but it's all gone. The Democrats are now 
that party in shambles where kids and Bernie Sanders supporters are are saying, screw the Democrats and screw Killery and Shillery. Don Trump turned this into a name calling contest and every and, and a lot of other people have picked it up. So. I guess that's all I got. And you know, I just me thinking out loud for about 15 minutes on the Daily Dose today, November 10th, 2016. It hasn't rained in forever. It hasn't rained more than a sprinkle or two since September 18th. I know that for a fact because I was at the Chattanooga Market getting uh, just absolutely pummeled by rain on my first day down there. And it hadn't rained since then. And it hadn't rained for about two months before that. This is insane. But the weather is gorgeous. And we got a fall-like weekend. And I'm getting the hell out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I'm going to go up to East Nashville, which is a very progressive, liberal, and uh, little pocket of, of a blue area. And I'm going to go hang out with my people. And uh, not that you guys, some here, aren't my people as well. But i got to get on out of here. So one more Daily Dose tomorrow. And then we'll have a few that, that just kind of get sprinkled around. And once again, tomorrow, I'm going to tell you exactly how Donald Trump being the President of the United States directly affects me how it doesn't directly affect me and how a lot of that might what that might mean for you and other people in the united states of america y'all have a nice thursday the truth is easy to remember you just got to get through all the damn lies we'll see you bye it's stone's daily dose what if we're still doing this when we're 50 would be nice to have that kind of job security at stoneonair.com. <laughs>